Not live. Oh, we are live. We are live. You know we're live when it says end broadcast. Guys, Brian, friend, and his friend, the secret weapon, John Young gun. John Young. Um, we're going to go over the – someone's porn just kicked on. We are going to go over the Rogue Invitational – winners so that way if you guys are busy doing a 10-day vipassana workcourse retreat silent retreat and you don't get a chance to see it which i know most of you are you'll already know the winners um ryan knows this because he hacked bill henniger's email account and all of this shit is rigged well he doesn't actually hack it it's a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy john Yes, sir. Thanks for doing this, man. Thank you for having me. Guys, I'll see you later. Thanks for all 13 of you coming to my live Instagram. God, I'm pathetic. (laughs) Um, Seriously, it's cool. It's cool that you're doing this. I know it was last minute. Yeah, my list was not as thought out as Brian, so. Has anyone ever said anything um, negative about, have you ever been in a YouTube video before, John? I have not. It's my first time. Oh, it's going to really test you. When someone in the comments talks about how tiny your dick is and you're going to be like, what? We didn't, my, how did, what? How, how, what? We're talking about sports. How did, why am I getting slammed for my cog and balls? What are you doing right now? Are you putting socks on? Yeah. I do every show with socks on. You could see that. My parts all fucked up in my hair. Look at this hat I got. John, do you CrossFit? I do. Can I do it? Are you buff? Are you? Kind of buff yet, or how long have you been doing it? Uh, about three years. Can I see your? Is yours as big as this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's around that. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> show me, show me, just show me. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh fuck, you're big. How tall are you? Holy shit. I'm five foot nine. Oh, you're one of those guys. One ninety-five. Oh, you want to go to the games, don't you? That is a dream. Holy shit, Brian, where do you find these guys? They find me. This is a hat um, that the only civilian-owned CrossFit gym in Afghanistan, the owner, sent me. His name was Max. He was on the show. Great guy. Awesome guy. If anyone knows where he's at, uh, please uh, tell him I send my love and that I'd love to have him on the show. I have to assume he's out. Yeah, those are like mountains and shit. I have to assume he's out of Afghanistan. But uh, he was on the CrossFit podcast. He has seven kids, and he was running a. I think he's he's a Ukrainian cat, married to a California gal, and they opened a, a CrossFit gym in Afghanistan. Crazy, crazy shit. Great podcast. I step on these podcasts have really helped my social stigma disease. I don't know what that means, but uh, Brian, whatever that is, Brian has that too. I was just I wondering if you're going to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Do you have that, Brian? I don't know. It just it sounded funny, and I knew that you were going to read it like as you were reading it. So it just. <laughs> I hope Brian was as feisty as he was earlier. Me too. Um, John, what's your deal? How do you? How, what, what do you? How do you know Brian? Why are you on the show? Um, I just I messaged him one day on uh, Instagram. And I just said, if you needed any help, I like to nerd out on this stuff too. And he took me up on it and uh, saw if I was the real deal or not. Do you think it helps? How old are you? 27. 
you think it helps nerd out on this on your fitness like or or like deters it like you're like oh fuck like you're seeing all these numbers and you're like i will never be able to do that i wouldn't say it deters it um i think it's good to know the numbers because then you know what you got to be at yeah i hate looking at other people's podcasts <laughs> i'm like man that was the greatest podcast ever and i had 300 viewers or like i go to armin's i go to armin's youtube channel and he's got three times the the subscribers or i go to uh 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 brian's other boyfriends the talking elite fitness guys they probably have like ninety thousand. just want to fucking quit quit okay now your turn john you tell me what numbers you saw that made you want to quit that justin madero's put up uh he hasn't put up our the the last workout at the mac um it was 10 rounds seven uh snatches with a hundred or something like that, six or seven snatches, and then one rope climb and like three handstand push-ups, strict handstand push-ups, and it was just ten rounds of that. I did that workout with regular rope climbs, and it was still three minutes slower than his workout. And I don't know how he did it in seven something. It would that was the that was the only workout I've ever done where a games athlete was like so much better than me. I thought it was a different person, like a different species. Other than that. I mean, I'm pretty strong, so most of the strong stuff I can do is similar to them. So me too. Um, yeah, that it that it's just that's just crazy shit. You have to think this though. I'm and tell me if I'm wrong, Brian. If John was in that environment, he probably could get the same time legless. Oh, did he get not, with that? Not the same time. Yeah, his same time. So he would have only been three minutes behind Madero's. Maybe. I mean, I think you'd do better, you know, better in that environment than doing it on your own in, in your garage or wherever. Ryan has spoken. Rogue Invitational, <laughs> October 29th through the 31st. What's today? Today's the 14th, so it's two weeks away. Um, Brian has uh, made pr- uh, predictions. Brian, do in with uh, John's help. Um, no, no, no. We've made separate lists of predictions. Oh, and we're going at it. Oh, shit. Okay. And, and you have seen none of them, Sevan. I've seen none of them. And um, the last time we talked about you doing this, you said that everyone hadn't signed up. Has everyone signed up now? The, I mean, the roster is full, yeah. Everyone has – They've. They, it was all invite, and they invited people until they filled the roster, which is full, and all 20 athletes on both the men's and women's side have been announced. So unlike the games, they fill it up. And this that I didn't mean that like a dig. They fill it up. Like the games, if people drop out, it's like, yeah, you dropped out. I mean, look, if someone were to drop out two days before, maybe not. But as of now, yes, it's full. That's what I like about the UFC. They like try to get people to fight like last minute, 20 minutes before the fight. John, you want to fight? Um, okay. And this takes place this year in Austin, Texas. Um it says that there are, I was reading um, the about the invitational it says there's 12,000 seats in the stadium at $105 a pop for three full days of attendance. Are they sold out? I think they're still selling like single day tickets maybe, but they've sold out of most of their packages. They sell them in, you know, there's actually pretty steep tiers. Like there's a kind of entry level fee and then there's a next step up, next step up. And then there's like a couple pretty big jumps in terms of different packages you can purchase. And and when it says it's three days, lo- like like the biggest package, like you could sit next to Bill in the box. Do they have that? Like I, I think Katie? I think that was the top one. Yeah, you just get chat Katie Henniger up, and um and it's three days. It's three days long. Do the CrossFitters go all three days? 
I've chatted Katie Henniger up many a time, by the well, way. Well, <laughs> no one chats Bill Henniger up. I mean, I tried to, but you're asking that because they have other competitions and events going on, right? Yeah, it looks like they're doing a, a, a strong man of the, it looks like the 10 strongest guys in the world. They got strong man. They have some record breaker events. They have the legends event. They have some other stuff going on. But my prediction is that they'll have CrossFit all three days, and it'll probably be something like two events, three events, three events to get of to the, eight total or something like that. Okay. And when you say CrossFit events, you mean the individuals, like the real guys, the guys that you and John are going to debate. Correct. And the legends event is really just an excuse for those of us to watch Rich Froning. <laughs> no, the um. Yeah, click them, click them, click them. The ma- the Masters, uh, I mean, the Masters is stacked with, you know, got people who you're either, a f- you were a fan back then, and it's, I think it's really cool to be able to watch them again, or you weren't, and you haven't ever got to see them compete, and that's a cool opportunity, because um, each of them, I think, was uh, pretty, pretty, especially the guys, man, the, it's, you know, it seems like a lot of the girls are still competing. Um, but the men, most of those have retired or gone to masters or team. So we haven't seen them do individual competitions in a while. Most of the people there other than maybe Dan Bailey. So, um, so that's pretty special to see them all out there. Do men and women go to the same? Oh no, they're separated. Chris Spieler, Dan Bailey, Jason Kalipa, Josh Bridges, Josh Everett, Matt Chan, Miko Salo, Rich Froning, Tommy Hackenbrook, and Matt Fraser. Wow. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Matt, 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 Matt. Do you think Matt, Matt? Uh, the women, Annie Sakamoto, who will be on the podcast, not this Friday, but next Friday. Uh, Julie Foucher, Kristen Clever, Margo Alvarez, Rebecca Voigt, Tanya Wagner. Wow. And Stacey Tovar, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. If you guys want to hear a great podcast, I did two podcasts with Stacey Tovar when I was an employee over at CrossFit Inc. And then I also did one, I think, uh, for myself. Want a couple of stats on the uh, legends, Savan? Please. So they have seven women competing. They've been to the games combined 37 times, 15 top 10 finishes, seven podiums, two championships, and 14 <clears throat> event wins at the games. Who, who has the – go ahead. The championships, Chris Clever and Tanya Wagner. Yeah. Check this out. The men. There are nine, so there are more men competing. But 46 total games appearances, 33 total top tens, 15 podiums, six championships, four for Rich, one for Jason, one for Miko, 45 event wins. Pretty pretty impressive resumes. Yeah. And then, and then Spieler made the um, podium one year that um, – Dave rigged the game for him to, to win, but he didn't win. He just made the podium. Yeah, that's one of the 15 podium appearances. Yeah. Have you ever looked at the workouts of the, that year that Spieler <laughs> went on the podium? I'd love to hear what you think about that. I'll, I'll check him out and see if I have any thoughts worth sharing. I was, I, 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 I honestly, of all the stupid shit people say about like the games, like, oh, they, 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 they hide the drug test or they set it up so this guy could win or it's biased or they do it so this person will do it. It's all, oh, it's such crazy horse shit, except for my theory that the year Spieler <laughs> made the podium. <laughs> I told 2010. Dave, Dave got really, really angry at me for even floating that idea. Well, they did Amanda, muscle up and some squat snatches, fairly heavy at the time. They did uh, <laughs> cleans with ring handstand push-ups. So, again, gymnastics is an important element. They had the deadlift pistol double under workout. 
deadlift was a little hard, but the pistols and double unders were still holding people up at that time. He was very good at both. Yep. Pyramid double Helen, perfect for him. Sandbag move, not so perfect for him. Yep. Shoulder to overhead, not perfect for him. And then uh, at the, the, the last three workouts um, were all pretty good for him too. I rest my case. Um, what what do you know? Do you know why Bill started the Rogue Invitational? Do you know what the story is? It is it basically that he just saw CrossFit Inc. crumbling and he's like, "Fuck, I'm picking this shit up." You like my shirt, Seven? I fucking love it. We're about to have an animated. Oh, by the way, if you want to buy that shirt, there's got to be a there's a link somewhere. Buy it. It's so cool. It's 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 a it's a guy sitting under a tree, and then there's grenades as the, as the fruit. And I'm about to get that shit animated because I'm blowing up. Uh, Meh, 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 my Turkish friend, casual racist. Why did someone called me a casual racist? And I just love that term. It's, it's, it's like, it's so, it's so awesome. Anyway, Meh, Meh, my Turkish friend, and that's me being a casual racist because I'm announcing what his ethnicity. He says, why doesn't Fikowski participate? Do we know why? He's getting better. He's training. What? What? So, John, exp- explain that. You're saying that this is a fucking distraction from anyone who really wants to win the games. So, you're saying that like these knuckleheads, like Chandler Smith, Jason Hopper, Justin Medeiros, Patrick Vellner, that this isn't the this isn't their smart move. I'm going to say he's injured. I'm not. I'm not saying that at all. But oh. you got to ramp up for a competition like Rogue, and then you have to take a deload after. And it just. I mean, it's a month of training where you could have gotten better at a weakness. And I think Vikowski values that month over competitions. I would say yes to to all of those things. The only question I have is: there's a lot of money available here, and there aren't that many opportunities in, left in his career to cash in this big in one weekend. Yeah, but I think he's got a job that he can go back to whenever he wants. Like, I think he's comfortable financially, at least what it appears to be, you know. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying that he that he needs the money necessarily. I'm saying if you're training as hard as you are, you know, you're training for something. And so his decision not to compete tells me one of two things. Either he's not, not he doesn't feel like he's healthy enough to, or he's more interested in his legacy than than cashing in at Rogue necessarily. And he wants to have another really great year at the games and he's willing to forego this financial opportunity for that. Yeah. You think that you, John, both you, but John, do you think that doing something like this could, impairs the games? I would think something like this could actually help. Like someone like Lazar Dukic, he comes out here, he gets the experience. Now you talk, John. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think it could go either way. I mean, Fikowski's established. He doesn't have to, you know, he's great in competition environment. And where Lazar, Dukic, and somebody like Jason Hopper, they should fine-tune it. You know, and I could see them fine-tuning it, and then they're all the better for it. Like, if Lazar gets fifth, you know, that's so much confidence going into a games training in this type of a field. Same for Hopper. Like he sucked last time he competed. So, you know, if he gets top 10 or five or however he wants to do. He struggled. He struggled. He struggled. (laughs) For his, I mean, saying like if he thought he was going to win or podium and getting 19th in his estimate, I think he said he would say he would suck too. Um, 
So for Hopper, I think it could be much like a confidence buildup. Same for Lazar. I agree. But for Kowski, somebody like that, if they didn't want to do, I don't think it would benefit them other than money. That's it. Mm. How about fame? How about picking up some? I, I, I mean, this with all seriousness. How about picking up twenty thousand? Uh, win, win it, and pick up twenty thousand Instagram followers. Well, let me ask you this: um, Who won Rogue last year? You win. Rogue what? Oh, that strongman guy won it. Half Thor. Melner <laughs> won Rogue, and yeah. Maderos won the games. And who do we talk about? We talk about Maderos winning the games. You, this this guy's off the show. If he makes me look bad one more time, <laughs> uh, if he fucking schools me, ask me a loaded question, he's gone. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't know. I you're, I don't know who won that. I don't know who won um, uh, Palooza Wad, and I don't know who won Dubai Classic. I don't know who won any of those. Hey, and that's amazing. So Vellner won this last year, and 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 obviously that didn't. He also get won Palooza Wad, and Fakowski won Dubai. Yeah, <laughs> he won. Wow. And Fakowski beat Vellner at Dubai. And, and it was Medeiros at uh, the Palooza? He wasn't at either of them. Oh, but he was at Rogue. No. This oh. is first year at Rogue. Medeiros wasn't at either, all any of those three last year. No, so Medeiros won Filthy 50 and then didn't do anything else until the games. That's the one no, in until, Ireland? No, until semis. That's the one in Ireland? Yeah. Oh, wow. What's the uh, – fuck, we're way off track. That's why the shows are two hours long. What's the thought between doing that? Why do you think Madero's did that? Has anyone ever asked him that? Why choose that one? You want it, Brian? If you have a thought, go ahead. Um, he said in multiple times that um, they were gonna, they had planned on doing like nine qualifications because back, you know, this was in 2019, and to qualify, you had to win one of those, and they were gonna do as many as they could, and he just won the first one, and. Uh, never looked back well, that. and after that he there were a couple i think he withdrew from but he was slated to compete at west coast classic that year and it just didn't happen yeah. because of the pandemic wow that's that's interesting that's very interesting okay uh do we want to start with the uh anything else we want to say about this Twelve thousand seats, three days long it's the third annual um they did it they set this up because for fucking that my theories is that bill thought crossfit was going to tank and he needed competition to prop up before he bought crossfit possibly i mean they were part of the sanctional circuit so they Mm -hmm. took that opportunity to create this event it's a very prestigious event they offer the athletes something that crossfit never has you know, they're paid for them to come out there. They pay to put them up. Every one of them is guaranteed money. And then you avoid situations. You know, Alexander Caron's going to this competition, and we wrote about it on the morning chalk up after the games. He spent $650 or something registering for CrossFit events this year, finished 24th at the games, 24th fittest in the world, and he didn't win a single dollar in any of the competitions open, quarterfinals, semifinals, or games. Uh, um, just to put that in perspective, Mr. Alexander Caron. I have two four-year-olds and a six-year-old. They're, they've done three <laughs> jiu-jitsu tournaments this year. Each of those jiu-jitsu tournaments cost my kids $130 a piece to do no gi and gi. That's three kids times 330. That's $390. Okay? And I have three kids. So that's 390 times three. Which is what? 900, 1080, 1170. 200,000 men entered that competition. He finished 24th and didn't win a dollar. The best in the world. 
Every right, one of those people paid Fuck, to I'm enter. Fuck, I'm losing. All right, you win. Every one of them paid to <laughs> enter every time they entered. Yeah. And CrossFit hey. couldn't find somehow the system left him with negative balance. Um, but we're talking about him on this podcast because he's going to Rogue, where he's guaranteed to make money. Doesn't have to pay for his travel and can stay in a hotel. It's very incentivizing for the athletes. And this is the only event that does that. To this, to, to this degree, I mean, um, I'm not. Ex- I don't know what arrangement. Okay, John's wife. Said, can I turn on the slow cooker? No. It doesn't make that much knife. It doesn't make that much noise. <laughs> this is always like the test for, for our new guests. Like for the first time a guest is on, it's like the spouse or the girlfriends, and they're like, uh, the dog has to put did you take the dog out? Did you feed the dog? Uh, Very good. Honey, they're in the next room. Honey, I'm uh 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 yeah, I fed the dog. You can just mute yourself too, or you could just interrupt Brian like I do. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Brian. Is this the only event that it's not my fault, Brian, if he distracted me? Um <laughs> Or his spouse is distracting me. Is um, um they're doing? I mean, look, they're also doing. No one else does this. Very, they're in a, in a world of their own. I'm sure that there are competitions that have Dubai that have brought athletes there before, paid for their expenses, and obviously they've also had a chance to make money at their competition. I don't know that there's been one where they've done that for every athlete in the field. Um, and they've they're they have a base prize purse, but it's has an opportunity to continue to expand, and it has been based on some. I guess innovative principles that they're applying via Bitcoin and ticket sales. So the price purse is continuing to grow and it's getting to, to the size. I think that per competitor competing, this is the biggest price purse we've ever had in CrossFit. Say that last part again, based on what makes you say it's the biggest prize? I think per, like the number of competitors competing relative to the total prize purse is the largest it's ever been in any CrossFit competition. Wow. So they've added uh, almost But there are the strong 000. dudes in it, but you do have the strong dudes in it. Get a small uh, portion, a little bit of the coin. Fine. Even if you had all the strong dudes, even if you had the legends, then you're still only at a, at like 65 people. There's 40 and 40 at the games every year. And you're all over Bill and Katie's nuts. Do you work for them? Have you worked for them? No, they never have allowed me to work or volunteer for free <laughs> for them. What is it up to, Brian? 1.44. So the game's last year is 1.7 something. And that's paying out for 20 divisions? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right, no, drug test? Individual, just individual. Do that's they drug test? individual. The mm-hmm. t- okay. Yeah, so it's right up there rivaling, rivaling the games, but with half the competitors. Yeah. And do they drug test? Rogue? Yeah. Well, this they event, did. Is this event drug tested? I don't know, but... Um, CrossFit can pro- probably everyone competing there is on CrossFit's list and can be t- tested at any time. So they might choose to test some of the athletes there. I don't know if Rogue does or not. Who knows? Someone chime in. Okay. Well, it looks pretty good. Is there anyone who's not here in the men or the women that makes it so? I mean, I see Justin and Tier there, but is there anyone who's not here, like Fakowski, who makes it that, that diminishes the event? I wouldn't say diminishes the event. Um, Is Katrin Doder here? Yep, I see her. But you know, you're certainly you're certainly missing some people. You still don't. You know, none of the Australians are here. Sarah and Brooke. Sarah's oh. still out. Brooke's still out. Jamie's still out. So there's definitely some high profile athletes that are here. But if you look at this field, even missing all of those, we're talking about the women right here. This field from one to twenty is very deep. How about uh, J- uh, when you say Jamie, you mean Jamie, the Dubai chick, Jamie Green? What's her name? J- Jamie Simmons now, but yes. Okay. Her. Okay. 
How about the Mallory O'Brien? Is she here? Uh-huh. Wow. Oh, these lists are going to be great. You guys are going to fucking war. Let's Maybe do we should this. get to the list. Okay, let's do it. Oh, and Gee, people, Gee's gonna. Oh, I can't wait till you guys fight over Gee. And be, see, the thing is, John, do you have the same? Pro- Brian is is Brian has some emotional vulnerabilities and some historical <laughs> vulnerabilities, and you should not. I don't know if you do because I don't know you yet. But if you if you don't, it's you can mop them up, mop them up. Souza brings it up. Okay. So on the left is my um, picks, and on the right are John's picks. Is there any way we can make that big, uh, uh, bigger? No, probably not. Uh, maybe. Whose screen is that? Is that your screen you're sharing, Brian? There. Now he, uh, Matt is sharing it. He has access to the same document I do. Souza. So I've made the font a little bigger. Okay, and I can't see number twenty. Can you can you scroll? Matt will scroll down in a sec. Yeah. So and, there and, we go. And who the the one on the right that has Jacqueline uh that has Thurry Helga Helga Doder at number nineteen, that's John? Yeah. That's John. Okay, so that's the right. Oh, this is good. Okay. Ah. Scroll back down, Matt. <laughs> oh, we just busted our nut. Damn. It doesn't matter. Okay. It'll make it. It'll make that this. God, we should date easy. Brian. What a great! You're a great partner. It does. I just busted my nut. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Such a good dude. Okay, there we go. Okay, Jacqueline Dahlstrom, you guys do it. I want to. I want to hear, Brian. You lead this thing. Yes, I mean, look. This is like I said. It's a really deep field, one through twenty. Um, most of these women were at the games this year. The only, there's only one athlete in the field who wasn't at the games this past season, which was Carrie Pierce, who couldn't compete because she tested positive for COVID. Um, and the rest of them, we have a pretty good sample size of what they can do against each other because we just saw it. Uh, however, the Rogue Invitational is not the games. Um, first of all, it's probably about half the events we can, I can almost guarantee it's going to be seven or eight events. And, you know, it, it doesn't take place over as long of a, a time period, um, but I still don't think that the days are as are as punishing. So this is not, and they they historically favor weightlifting and strongman events. So there's going to be some some aspects of the games that are missing. There's probably not going to be any swimming. There's not going to be any single modality stuff that's not a heavy lift. You won't have a thirty ring muscle ups for time, or you won't have a five hundred and fifty yard run or something like that. So. You know, some of the athletes who did really well at the games on a few of those um, style workouts will be missing that opportunity probably at a competition like Rogue. Anyway, Jacqueline's really good. She had her best seat finish at the games. She was 19th this year. But wait, can I say can I say something real quick? Sure. Uh, so, so looking at these really quick, I played that game that you play when you're a little kid and you draw the line between like the matching sides. Good. And you have Emma Quaid in the bottom. I wish we could see the bottom 10. This is only the bottom seven. Could we see all 10? Is there any way well, to do we, that? We had that, and then you asked it to be bigger. Uh, okay. All right. But we can. I can try. Hold on. Can't stretch that out or something. Oh, that's a doc that you, it's on your computer that's also on Matt's computer. Mm-hmm. And John's computer. Just not yours. Just not mine. Oh, we didn't even need Sousa for this. You're doing it all. Susie could be. Am Susie I doing could be it? like? 
No, he Susie has to could... scroll. I'm just changing. I'm literally changing the size on his computer. He just needs to scroll up a little bit. Susie could be working on tomorrow's programming for CrossFit Livermore. Okay, so I see. Okay, that's good. That's the bottom ten. Oh my God, John! You have Daniel Brandon. Get him, Brian. Well, I only actually only have her one spot higher than that. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, and is is this uh, is Emma Rolf the girl we had on the podcast? Mm. Uh, Emily Rolf. I don't think we had Emily Rolf on the podcast. Who is the girl who was, came through the last chance qualifier? Emma Tall. She's Emma not competing Tall. in this. Okay. She didn't get invited. She probably did get invited because she finished in the top 20, and she must have turned it down. Mm. Okay. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So so you guys are pretty much the same. The same people are in your bottom 10. That's what I just want to establish. Except I see that you have Katrin in your bottom 10, Brian, and he does not. Correct. And you also have Emma McQuaid in your bottom 10. We both and, do. He just has her quite a bit lower than I do. Okay. And then oh yeah, right. And then um and then Daniel Brandon. Yeah, Daniel Brandon is the only one, right? Yeah, it looks like uh, you know, from we both have Carolyn Prevo there in twelfth, and everything below that is the same people, just in a different order. Okay. So kind of, and it and it kind of feels like that when you're looking at this list. It feels like there's maybe not a like there's kind of two two groups, like, and they'll settle themselves out there in the competition, and there'll probably be one or two surprises, but for the most part, it's kind of feels like there's um three tiers of athletes on the women's side. There's Tia. There's like. Another nine and then another 10. Do you agree with that, John? <laughs> yeah, I think like 20 through 12 can really be in any order. And it just depends on, you know, what events come out. Is Ariel Lowen, that's kind of, that's the miracle girl, right? Like the girl who just came to the games to get a, 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 a yeah. placard. Now she's won the Granite Games. And she's a mama too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she, you know like what? Though? I was, I was telling John this uh, earlier today, you know, I, it's like it'd be so easy to just put her last because she has very little credentials relative to everyone else in the field or name recognition or star power or anything like that. But she's been so good this year. She, you know, she won her semifinal. She finished 14th at the games when no one was giving her that chance. Even, I mean, I had her in the bottom five before the games. I didn't know. And she just won. I think she either got first or second on the first work uh, week of the Zelos games also. So she's really good. And there were a lot of like, there are some big names in that list. I think Danielle Brandon Brandon might have done that. Andrea Nistler. Um, so I I felt like I had to put her, uh, you know, quite a bit higher than my like initial instinct was, and give her the respect she's due this year. Man, Google's amazing. I typed in Jacqueline Dahlstrom's name, and like I couldn't have been close at all, and and it and it it found her for me. Uh, how how old is this girl? Who Ariel Owen? No, Jacqueline Dahlstrom, the chick you got, you guys both have in last. She's probably in her late, mid to late twenties. Oh, we can okay. Check, we can check. For, for she sure. looks very young, but and, and she looks petite. Is that why you guys have her at the end? Is she tiny? She's twenty nine. Yeah, she's small. She's smaller. She's uh, look. There's there are certain workouts. I worked. I trained with her one day before the games. There's a certain style of workout that she can beat maybe anyone in this field in, or at least finish top three. Um, but yeah, heavy will slow her down, and it's notoriously heavy event. All right. Um, of these, of these that you have in this bottom ten, which one do you guys think would surprise? Has the best chance of like you guys being wrong about? Like, like she'll do. Really, like she'll she'll be in the top ten. Yeah. 
Or is it just that obvious? You just you start picking first. it from the top. Um, maybe Christy Aramo. She kind of did oh. that at the games. Aramo O'Connell. Um, like Rogue has been notoriously heavy, and I think that's why we have her so low because she um, notoriously does well in endurance events. But she's very strong. It's just like the heavy implement stuff that kills her. But like just straight up Olympic lifting or a squat or a deadlift, she's very strong and her range of motion. She's very good, very short range of motion. So she could surprise. Uh, like that would be my pick that would be in the top 10 that I didn't have. But the, you know, the thing, the thing for Christy, and I'm sure John, you know, recognizes this too, is when you look at the games, like uh, late in the week, in the competition weekend, they had um, the, the max snatch event where she was last. And then they had the yoke carry event where she was second to last. And like, those are the types of workouts that could show up at Rogue. That make me like skeptical of putting her too high. I mean, too. I mean, I got her lower than you. I think that um, you know, and and our rankings reflect this here. I think that this competition and style of workout will will be very good for Carolyn Prevo rel- relative to how she did at the game. So, and she's obviously close to the top ten on our rankings here. But you know, if she was a little higher than this, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think she can do really well at this kind of competition. How cool is this software? Can you guys see this? Yes. Like you can just say someone's name, pull them up in another tab, and just start peeping them, trolling them, scrolling them. This is awesome. Uh, I, I I like I like that for that reason. What you said. Yep. That, Maybe that, we can look at the next five, like the six through ten. Oh, I pulled. Did I pull your screen down, Matt? Is that where we differ a little bit, Brian? Why we differ or differ? Why where not Emma? Car- Why not Emma Carey? Is that's the young girl, right? Yeah, that's like the um, she's like kind of caught in what's her name, Mal O'Brien's shadow, right? Yeah, why not her? Why can't could she, I mean, someone like her could have be three percent better than already from when she was at the games, right? Five percent better. I mean, she's a kid. Yeah, she's got a, a kid. She's got a ton of potential. She's got an incredible work ethic and a really good. I think she has a really good mindset, especially for her age. Um, and you know, it's, it's one of those and, things. And, and I think she just switched camps too, right? She went down, she, she's the one went to Florida or something. I don't think they've, I don't think all those people have moved to Florida yet, but she's go. I think she has intentions too. I think that'll probably start in January is what, um, I think that's what we were told. Okay. Anyway, um, she, uh, you know, just watching her at the games this year, like it, it wasn't that she did poorly. She didn't do bad. It's just she didn't do good enough to beat these other women. And that's what we were wondering about coming out of the semifinals. You know, we talked about how the Granite Games was um, was just lacking those top 10 games, like those perennial top 10 games athletes. So we didn't necessarily get to see Mal and Emma go against the Tia, the Laura, the Carrie, the Bethany Shadburn, the Katrin Davis' daughter, Annie Thor's daughter, Cara Saunders of the Worlds. And uh, when we did, Mal was able to hang a little better than Emma. And that's, you know, we just don't have a lot of other information to go off of. All right. Word. I, that was my bias. I'd like to see her do well. Uh, yeah. Ariel just won sure. the first event in the Zelos Games by a mile. She won by 30 seconds on a four ish minute event. Wow. Teddy Williams. Cool dude. You know who that is? I do. Um, what are the Zellos games? Oh, Matt, Souza, is that the thing you're, you've been telling me about? Oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, that's the thing. But Jerry. Oh, oh, that's an omen, don't you think? 
Yep. All right. We'll schedule them up. Thank you. Oh, shit. There it is, the Zellos Games. Have you done the Zellos Games, John? I have not. Uh, why not? First time I'm hearing of it right uh, now. All right. He not was, everyone uh, has Marcus Billy's the- perfect physique. Oh, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. They didn't earn money from the games, but you can make money by advertising yourself as a games athlete. For example, Marcus Philly never finished top 10, but he's doing well. I don't know, Alan. I think it's a little more than Marcus Philly's physique, although it is pretty absurd. Marcus Philly is extremely knowledgeable about exercise science. Yeah. And he's a good marketer, too. He's very good at marketing. And he's humble. And he's put a lot of uh, people around him who are good at the things that he's not. And every great man has a greater woman standing behind him. He has that too, I think, actually. I know. I just, just, trying, to, just trying to change my image, trying to change my persona. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. To, are you guys? Do you guys want to fight about any of those? None of those look like you guys want to fight about any of those. No, we should. We should move up to the top ten. <laughs> Although Brian, you may want you might want to just fight for Danielle for just for shits and giggles. Keep the people the people happy. Oh, this is Uh-oh. perfect right here. You can see the top eleven. Oh, wow. Look at John going out on a limb. Oh, shit. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know which one is a limb. This fucking guy has Laura Horvat as third. (laughs) I thought you said this guy was good. Well, 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 well. Savan, I know you read the article I put out about those rogue simulations, right? You read and studied it very very carefully. Yes. yes. And you saw that when we assigned the two different... um, Scoring systems from rogues that in one of the simulations, Laura beat Annie, but in the other one, Annie beat Laura. So I literally in those, in that mock simulation I did of games events that close as close as I could find replicated rogue style programming, just to change in the scoring systems, flip flop their places on the leaderboard. How hard was how hard was that for you to decide that, John, between uh, for second and third? I originally had Laura second, but then I looked at what the programming was for Rogue the last two years, and I think there is a very high chance of strict handstand push-ups being in it, whether they're deficit or not. And that's the only reason I don't have her in second, because she there's only six, six or seven events. So a bottom 10 finish would be just enough to knock her out of second place, in my opinion. I think Annie will be pretty consistent throughout. And that's the only, if it was 15 events, Laura would probably still be second. But since it's only going to be six or seven, and I think one of those will have some form of strict handstand pushups where she will not be great, then that will knock her down. Why don't you think she's fixed that? No, she's, she's working. She's working on it as best she can. This is a, this is a, what do you mean by that? You, that, that's some fucking backhanded fucking put down as best she can. Dude, there's no way that she hasn't been working on it for four years. It's one of those things that is. But 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 why don't you think that like she's going to show up and be like the best at handstand pushups? When's the last time you've seen her do them? It's strict handstand pushups. Not so much kipping because you can get your you can get good with your hips. But strict handstand pushups is one of those things. If you're bad at it, it's very very hard to get better at it. It takes so much time training muscles to get better at that movement and if it's it's a it's like it's a movement it's a movement you can't just get better at it it's not that easy 
like toes to bar is way easier to get better at than strict handstand pushups because it, it's strength compared to the rest of your body. Fakowski had the same issue for three years, and he's still not the best at strict handstand pushups either. How are yours? I'm pretty good at them. They're a better movement for me. Brian, can you do 10 in a row? No, I'm awful at them, and I feel Laura Horvath's pain. <laughs> I'm for, I can't even go upside down without getting vertigo. Don't worry about it. All right. Let me, can I see that list again? So, so John, that, that's hard as shit to pick. I think you're wrong. I think right. you, I think that you want to change your mind too. I think but, that like uh, just you now you might think you he's wrong, loud, but it's still a, it's still not going out on a limb to put Annie that high. She's very very good. I mean, just Laura's so good, man. And like I talk to her, and she's just she's an alligator. She's just like, oh, she's a beast. I had to fight over it, but I think if that event comes up, it doesn't. It won't matter. Yeah, it's also worth noting that the only time that Rogue Invitational had a live competition, they did have minimum work requirements, and she did not meet the minimum work requirement in the strict handstand push-up workout. So she technically was disqualified and dropped to the bottom of the leaderboard. What year was that? Couldn't do one. Two thousand. It was a uh, spring of two thousand nineteen. That was the first year they did the Rogue Invitational. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fuck. Hey, uh, you, go ahead. Um, you guys both have Mal O'Brien below Haley Adams. Now, <laughs> explain that to me because you guys said that you think Rogue is a strength. You think that there could be a little bit of a strength bias in this programming. Isn't Mal O'Brien? Sorry, I don't know her that well. Mallory, Miss Mallory O'Brien. Isn't she stronger than Haley Adams? Uh, yes. Explain yourselves, boys. Yes, she is. What the fuck um, you down there? Well, I mean, it's mostly it's out of respect to Haley. You know, she's been what fourth, fifth, and sixth the last three years at the games. You sound now, woke. Out of respect for Haley? No, we're not doing respect here. We're doing like numbers and math and shit. And she hasn't had uh, any finishes that make me think that she's going to do um, worse than Mallory O'Brien on this competition. Um, the fact that there's strength being tested, yes, there's strength being tested. But I think that they'll, they like to test strength in a variety of different ways. And when it comes to kind of grunt work strength, Haley's still pretty good. When it comes to barbell cycling strength, Haley's still pretty good. Uh, and I think that she's still better than Mal on some of the other things that um, even if she loses to her on the max strength test and maybe one other test, that she's still going to have enough points to offset that from the other stuff that she's got top three potential in. Who's better at bar muscle-ups? I would probably say Haley. Mm. And so I, basically, basically it's just it's squatting, deadlifting, cleaning, snatching that Mal has her in, and, and they both have crazy grit, right? They're both just fucking warriors, right? They'll just go until they pass out, basically. Yep. Yeah. And, and 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 does Mal have a better attitude, uh, a, a better um, mental game than um, Haley? I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, they, I think Haley's got one of the best mental games in all of CrossFit. Yeah, men or women. Wow, wow! It, it, fuck, I I only know just from the expressions on their face. But at the in that games that year, her face looked she, she looked crushed. And Mal O'Brien, my memories of her just at the semifinals last year where she walks around like some fucking 15-year cock diesel veteran. You know what I mean? I mean, like she don't give a fuck. Just like, I just go. It's like, shit. Mal's in the same boat as like Emma Carey for me. I kind of have to just 
wait a little bit more and see more of her. Like she did great at the games, but that's one thing I saw her from and it still wasn't better than Haley. Like she's never done better than Haley I've ever seen. So I, I couldn't put her above Haley. And then Emma's the same way. I had her low because she didn't do good at the games. I think she's better than where I have her, but until I see it, I can't put her higher. Um, John, when you saw Brian put Jason Hopper as number two last year in the picks, did you want to throw up? Were you like, no, oh my I had God, how the well. fuck does this guy have a platform to talk on? I thought Jason Hopper was going to be great. I drank the Kool-Aid too. All right. Because just now you said that uh, you, you need to see more from Mal. And, man, I've seen enough. But, <laughs> but fuck, you guys put uh, – fucking your boy Brian puts Hopper at two. It's almost like you guys hate him. I think Amanda will beat out Haley at Rogue. Uh, can, can, is, is, is Amanda Barnhart the dark horse here? Like if this shit gets real heavy, like she's going to just – is she the – I mean, she's look – she could have a, a potentially have a really bad workout, but she could also have like four or five that are top five finishes for, you know, based on what we, we we can expect to see here. So then that will go a long way. So I think that she's a, I would call her, you know, I think she's a lock for the top 10. Who would win in a handstand push up, strict handstand push up, uh, race to 50, her or Laura Horvat? <laughs> Amanda Barnhart or Laura Horvat? That's mm. a great pay per view event. I had another great pay-per-view event the other day. That's another great one. Five ninety-nine for that though, not ten dollars. Who'd win that? Do you guys? I think Amanda could do a hundred before Laura got fifty. Wow. Okay. I don't think if it was just strict handstand push-ups, but if you added any deficit or the or the parallettes, then Laura would be behind. Amanda's really good at handstand push-ups. Fuck, hundred or fifty. She is really good. Oh, I was just assuming just because she was bigger, she wouldn't be. She just looks like she's built like a brick no. shit house. I know it's it's weird. She did fifty in like two oh eight in a workout in the middle of a workout in the open workout with fifty strict handstand push ups. It was two minutes and eight seconds, and that that's very very fast. Man, she might be one of the coolest looking humans alive. She's like an avatar. It's crazy. What is she? Is she a foreigner? Is she American? What is she? She's American. <laughs> No, it's she's um the upper body pulling stuff was where she can get left behind. Like um right. like the high volume chest of bars in the final games event or you know, a, a lot of muscle ups or rope climbs. Um she'll struggle against this caliber of field. Dude, Susa, you're killing it right now. You are fucking killing it. Okay, let's see the list. Let's 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 see. John, when you look at when you look at Brian's list, what are you? Is there anything, and you can go anywhere in the top in the in the twenty, not just this, where you're just like on a one to ten, you just think he shit, or where you think he shit the bed, like you're like, dude, come on. Is there any like anything glaring? I mean, no, we're pretty similar, other than our. Uh, I think his Gabby Magawa call is great. Um. I did not have the nerve to put her as high as he did, but I hope she does that well. Because she can be the next great thing, right? Like she, like, like, like she's on the ascent, and maybe there's a couple holes she's going to patch, and it's like, holy shit, she's at the top. Um, she's very. I mean, she's incredible. Obviously, she was sixth at the games this year. She's great. She's very strong. She's um, her her aerobic base is expanding all the time. I think that's paying off for her. She also struggles on on very specific upper body pulling stuff. So if a workout comes up with legless rope climbs, the last time we saw her, 
it was really bad. So we got to see if that's something that she's, um, you know, improved on. So she still does have potentially still a little bit of a, a hole there, but otherwise she's been uh, doing everything right that I can tell. Nate Mash just joining in on this live feed. Who's the third wheel? Who the fuck knows? Just some dude. He slid in Alan Kesterbaum, <laughs> random dude that slid into Brian's DMs. Uh, um, hey, but truth. you know what? Hashtag in 2018, truth. I was a random dude that slid into yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, truth, all truth. Now you guys know what we do. Just sliding around in the DMs. Um, what? How? So, two things. Two things. Um, to throw out there before I forget, is Kristen Holta just a grown-up Christy Aramo? Is that the same person? But, but, but and, and 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 is and is in in how how do you have um Doder so low? Why why can't catch what what's happening? Why Catherine's a two-time champ? Why do you guys? Why aren't you guys giving her? Well, John's got her quite a bit higher than uh, I do. It was that, or no? Did he scroll down the list? John, where do you have her? No, I eighth? think she's higher on mine. You have her eighth. I have her eleventh. You yeah. think that some like what do you think's going on? You think her her day has come and gone? The other girls have gotten too good. She's attracted. She's been boning the hockey dude too too much and too often. Um, what do you think? Why do you guys have her? I mean, she she got the she got the game face, man. Well, Rogue's programming is always generally heavier. And like last year, she didn't do very good. She got like 11th or 12th. Do you know off the top of your head, Brian? 13th. 13th. She got uh, 13th last year. In that, was on the, that was on the online format, though. And she did get fourth at the Rogue the year before that. The thing is, Katrin had this incredible streak going um, that kind of has, in, in my opinion, has come kind of to a, an end. You know, she's she was top five for however many years at the games. She was winning her regionals. She was winning. Uh, well, she didn't do a lot of sanctions, to be honest. Um, she started having a couple of injury problems. She was had to withdraw from Dubai the day of competition one year, and she just didn't have like she was, you know, third at semis this year. It wasn't the, the first that we're used to seeing. She didn't. She had a bad games, you know, relative to what we've expected from her over the last six years. And yeah, she did have a bad performance at Rogue last year. Um, she, you know. She snuck in on the online to the to the 2020 games and ended up taking second. But since then, I just haven't seen the same Katrin that we were used to seeing for those five years. Mm. And she got 10th in the games last year. It's just not it's not going in the right direction. Taylor Smith. To see Annie beat Katrin last year made me feel like Katrin is on the decline, not knowing what's going on in the background. You know, but but on that same thing, that that could be the hope for Katrin too, right? I mean, look at Annie. Crazy. Wow, that's an amazing picture of Katrin with that hat on. That's a cool-ass photo. Oh, and that's the dude. That dude was on the CrossFit podcast. That could be the reason right there that her shit's all coming unhinged, unglued. That's the nail in the coffin. Maybe, but you know, it might be one of those things where she is willing to, um, you know, uh, take a little bit of a decline in her competitive career because that's a lot of, something she maybe been looking for. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I don't know. I think all these dudes do it to to, to win. No one's doing it. Ah, oh, I don't know that. I'm making that up. Okay, can I see the list? Love one more those time? crazy things to the people, though. Yeah, that's true. Throw away. I fell in love and threw all my dreams away. <laughs> um, who won? Who has his Tia won the the Rogue Classic every year? 
Oh my god, dude. Her her this is her sanctionals uh record. First, 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 first. <laughs> Rogue first both years, Wadapalooza first both years, Mayhem first, Open first, Oceana quarterfinal first, semifinal first, games first, everything first. Hey man, something weird's gonna happen with her. <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna climb to this mountaintop and it's gonna be just nuts. There's gonna be like She's going to transcend like cross. She's going to, she might, she may be the first one to transcend CrossFit, you know, like uh Mayweather transcended boxing. I mean, I, I have to guess like every Olympian, everyone already, like every professional athlete, when they meet Tia or Matt are already a little bit like, okay, okay. I mean, Tia is going to, it's nuts. It is absolutely nuts. That's a great picture that with that leader Jersey on does road do the leader Jersey. Uh, does Rogue do leader jersey? Huh? I think, yeah, I think it's white. How do we watch um Rogue? Is that is that a YouTube thing again? Do we have to pay? No, it's no. YouTube. There's live feed. Dude, John, this morning we had Jason Hopper on, and I was like, "Hey, dude, we, I could come to your house, pick you up." We drive over. Did you see it? Did you see any watching any shows? I haven't seen it yet. I I, okay. I watch most of them, but I haven't seen it yet. Well, so so basically, I was like, "Hey, we should drive. We, I'll pick you up. We'll drive over to Madero's house. You bang on his front door, and I'll be filming." And you say, "Hey, mother mullet, motherfucker, come out here!" And Madero, we don't even tell him. And you know, Madero's comes out there all fucking ready to wrestle and shit. Throws on <laughs> his singlet. So what? What you need? And Hopper will be like, "Tomorrow at twelve noon." We do three workouts right here in your fucking ghetto stocked in front of yard with your fucking beat up truck fucking broken down in your driveway. And we fucking do three workouts, pay-per-view event. And then he looks at the camera and goes, I'll be back here tomorrow. And then I film the shit and like somehow figure out how to stream it live to YouTube. But I, but you got to pay 10 bucks to watch it. Mm-hmm. And they just do three workouts. And I think they kill it. I think they make like 20 grand each. I, I agree with that. Woo! <laughs> Great idea. Oh, <laughs> can you see that brian barely it's a pretty small finger <laughs> you should make it a series and just do one with proning and fraser too and oh just- dude i told him right after that who cares if you beat or lose to Maderos? we give him 20 grand we split it and we go right over to fucking Froning empire need, the he's gonna need empire. your help <laughs> he's gonna need your help with the matchups though because otherwise he's gonna pair up barnhard and horvath on the handstand push-ups oh, that'd be <laughs> awesome yes but they gotta we'll go agree to over it. the mayhem empire and we do the same thing hopper just fucking gets on a fucking horse and goes down that fucking gravel driveway of riches and he's like yo gee get your ass out here bitch it's and he comes out and, and uh and and and, and samuel cornwaye is like all jealous because because hopper didn't call him out but he calls <laughs> gee out and 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 we do and we he says three workouts tomorrow at noon and same thing i film that shit with my iphone i put it up on youtube with a ten dollar charge per person fuck taking over rogue and crossfit hopper shows up the next day to find out it's the three workouts that gee won at the games (laughs) (laughs) we're doing it for the money fuck the fame we're like tupac okay ah it's a great idea hey seven Yes. Click on click on Adam Shoemate's comment. Uh, Adam, I, can you do it? See if you can do it. Can you do it? I don't think so. I see. Uh, oh, um, re, oh, that's for the Legends event. Yeah, there's no way Josh Bridges isn't taking. Oh shit, my Siri turned on. Josh Bridges isn't going to take 
quiet. Um, Josh Bridges isn't taking. He's not even going to finish. He's old and weak. Be, and I love Josh, but that's not the real problem. Is he hasn't been training for this at all? He's been training. That's what for I mean. He's a boxer. Different. Yeah, he's a. I think Josh Bridges is going to ex- uh, exceed expectations. No, no. <laughs> he won't. Him and Miko won't finish the event. I love both of them. Miko's great and Josh is great. They'll be having a beer like after event two. Miko have like broke a toenail and Josh will be like, I just can't. I just can't. I just no, can't deadlift two fifty five anymore. Bridges is going to do it like he did at the Mayhem event, where he'll just pick one or two to participate in that he can do, even though he hasn't been training for them. Listen, the only way Josh can take second is as if fucking Rich carries him on his back through every event. <laughs> the truth. Oh my gosh. Uh, but I do think that if I think that Matt could enter and uh, take second, Matt will never do another CrossFit competition. Yeah, oh, money, money, the pay per view. I'm telling you. Plus. What do you think about all this talk that every time I interview someone, like we, we talk about the people who know Rich are saying he's the fittest man alive. Do you believe that, John? No. I do. I believe the hype. What you don't you just you don't believe it based on principle, like it's not nice to say. No, or... I just I don't think he's the fittest man alive. But okay. I mean I could be wrong, just in right. my opinion. I just zoned out. Who'd you asking that about? Rich Froning. Oh. Rich Froning, you have to th- you have to keep in context. The sports uh, age. Rich Froning is like Jim Brown or Babe Ruth. He's so, or Bill Russell. He was so good and so far ahead of his time when the sport started that that he's legendary. And he'll always have that that stigma about him as being this guy that was untouchable. Like he had he had that aura. And he's and and if you expand the scope to the game of the team career that he's had, I mean his championships are. I mean, it's it's unprecedented. But if you think about, you know, it, it's it's difficult to try to understand what's like what's going to be the state of the sport twenty years from now. And then if you look back, is that what he did? Like, yeah, it was impressive then. But is it going to be something we don't we don't know about? But it it doesn't ever take away from the greatness of Rich Froning. To say he's the fittest on earth right now, I would have never said it except Samuel said it, and I'm just like I'm just I'm perseverating on it. I'm just I'm just I'm stuck to it. Um, he also how much, said, "How much longer, John? The dogs at the door scratching. John, how much longer? Because I'm um, my parents you guys are. My parents are. Oh, oh, I thought I thought your spouse was tell, asking you how much longer. I was being your spouse. John, um, uh, did you feed the cat? Sorry, I know, I know, you told me not to interrupt. Uh, what? Say that again. But Samuel says he's the best, John. Samuel also said that he would be in the top five. Yeah, not history. his fault. I, I stand up for him. He fucking got some bad batch of the vaccine or something and was shitting his pants drank some well water he he the homeboy got sick right you think hopper could use that excuse too oh god damn i like you on the show you make me seem nice you make me seem nice i believe sam samuel samuel okay do we want to do we have any more to talk about the women so you don't think any of brian's oh let me ask brian the same question i asked you do you see anything that john put that where you're like dude come on dude you're embarrassing me on the show. I vouch for you. Nope. Can we see the list? Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sousa. So Brian has Tia, Toomey, Laura Horvat, and Carrie Pierce, one, two, three. And John has Tia, 
oh, that sucks that I didn't say this in the beginning because people who are listening um, on Spotify and iTunes won't know this. Tia has uh, John has Tia, Annie, Laura, one, two, three. So they both have Tia at first. They disagree on second. And they disagree on third. But your top four are the same? No, shit. No, I have Carrie fourth, and he has her third. So we're pretty close there. And I have Laura third, and he has her second. Yeah, I like I, I like those. Those all seem safe. Safe. If, if I mean, what do I know? I think Mallory O'Brien's going to do better than than what you guys have her. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, yeah. Is this going to hurt anyone's feelings like really bad? Like, what if someone like Danielle Brandon takes 16th place? Does that like, is that like hurt her feelings to the point where like she shouldn't have come? It, it, that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough question. I I don't think so. I don't think any of these athletes are going to be you know too deterred by this. Um, obviously, they're all going to want to do great, but I mean, it's a competition. They understand someone's got to be first. Someone's got to be last. It's an honor just to be at this. It's a good opportunity for exposure, like you said. Get your name out there. Get your face out there. Probably all of them will have a moment or two on the weekend that that is just, you know a standout for them. And all of them, you know, every single one of these athletes, when they go to compete, they come away from the weekend and they realize, okay, you know, w- what did we learn from this? Where can we go f- moving forward from here? And I think that they're all mature enough as athletes and in a good enough position with the teams or coaches that they have around them to to take you know, the positives and the negatives away from a weekend, like any other competition. Word. I'm with you. Uh, anything else you guys want to say before we switch to the dudes? I don't think so. John Hill Ficker. Hill Ficker. Still hot as fuck. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, Susan, can we get the dudes? Yes, Savon, we can get the dudes. I know you like the dudes. I'm bringing up the dudes right now. John, how close are you? How old are you, John? You said 29. Dudes alive. 27. Yep. Do you feel Do you feel your clock ticking? Are you like fuck? I want to go. I I want to get better, but I've started too old, or like that you're too old. No, I think I got about five years. And then if I'm not there yet, it probably ain't going to happen. Yeah, that's for sure. But, but I mean, don't you have to do it, like, soon? I don't think so. I mean, I uh, my ultimate goal is just to reach my peak potential, wherever that is. Like, I guess I want to make the games, but if if I stop getting fitter, then um, I'm not good enough. Right. Right. And uh, when did you, how long have you been doing CrossFit? Three years. Oh. I was a little late to the party. Yeah. So you started at 24. I started at 34. How old were you when you started, Brian? 25. I cleaned, uh, I think, 175 one time, 10 times in a row. Nice. Yeah, thanks. That's probably like 155 pounds. That's like probably my greatest feat of strength. That really pissed Brian off because Brian can beat me in everything, but I chose that because I, I bet you he can't do that. I mean, he will be able to before he dies, but. 10 touch and go cleans at 175? Yeah. Let's find out. Have you ever done that? I don't know if I've ever tried. 
Oh, I was fucking sweaty as shit and ready to go. What did you Nothing. clean and jerk, Brian, at the Waterpalooza qualifier? I did two hundred five for all five lifts. Wow! <laughs> but but my lifetime best is only two ten. I was gonna say I think my lifetime PR for a clean and jerk is two hundred five. And I'm I'm very good at moving Might high percentages lying. of my one rep max. I just don't have high one rep maxes. Yeah, me too. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, I think I overheaded squat. I overhead squatted one seventy five one time too, uh, ten for ten reps, and then I dropped it. And and I think that's what got me kicked out of the gym at uh, UC Berkeley. <laughs> I dropped it in a squat rack. I was it was steel weights from overhead. It was pretty crazy. I mean, I didn't care. You know what I mean? You know, like when you're that cocky crossfitter, you're like, fuck you. Wham. <laughs> okay, the dudes. What's the most you overhead squatted? Me? Mr. John Young, yes. 335. Wow. That's double. I know it's I, not It's not what I want it to be, but it, it'll get there. I was at this CrossFit Games one time, and Tommy and I think Rich both attempted a 400-pound overhead squat. But what was crazy is it didn't even matter that they were going to do the overhead squat. It was the fact that we're all in that stadium in Carson, and they cleaned it. <laughs> or, or push jerked it or whatever they'd not cleaned it they push pressed it or whatever the fuck did it push jerked it that was the crazy part tell me where my story went wrong brian no did one of them I'm did not. one of them not get it overhead i think maybe rich no i think they both got it overhead i uh i don't i don't think rich got it overhead but tommy did i think uh i think tommy and it was <laughs> was it was it tommy or was it fraser Fraser wasn't around back then. This, this one I'm thinking. At least I don't remember him being there. If it was, it was just 2014 his... games. He was there. He was. Well, I don't think he put. Four... I think only two dudes tried to put 400 over their head. Rich and Tommy. That might be true. And ultimately, um, Rich and Matt tied for first in that event. I think. 377. Wow. Wow. What's what's the most overhead squatted in in a, in a CrossFit event? I think you know? I think that's it. They haven't done it very much. Which is 100 pounds less than what they overhead squatted probably in the grid league, right? <laughs> they just got like some dude who's like, they got some dude who's like six inches shorter than Colton Mertens who can fucking overhead squat fucking 500 pounds. I bet Colton Mertens can overhead squat a lot. Yeah, fuck, we need to get him back on the show. Do you want to be on the show that he's on? Aren't you excited? Aren't you interested to meet him? Oh, I would love to meet Colton Mertens. Can you imagine if you live next door to him? And by next door, I mean like six miles away. Miles like away. Yeah. you, you and fifteen thousand pigs between them. Bring my wall ball over. Look at Matt looking for that overhead squat. <laughs> Seven. You, you look at the comments. There's some. This the men's field is very difficult. I think to assess. No. Oh no, I'm not looking at the. Com- oh shit, my comments are all fucked up. Uh, did John ever see Gee at the games? Did you ever see Guy at the games, John? I watched him during the games. Uh, I wasn't. Like just, I wasn't at the games personally. Okay, Adler should be higher. Bree Brian Leonidas friend will crush that challenge. Oh, that's your middle name, Leonidas. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what they think I should go as for Halloween. Oh, uh, you have a partner like wad for a million dollars. Who do you take as your partner? Rich, Matt, or Justin, or Tia, Tia? Wow, I started at 51. Sevon is stuck on the on-ramp. Ouch. 
Uh, you should fire them both. Someone Travis Mayer is not where he's supposed to be. That's the one I was waiting for you to get to. Uh, as Medeiros, ask Medeiros if Rich is fitter than him. Seeing how Medeiros trained with Rich. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's go to these. Let's go to these dudes. Show's taking fucking forever. Do you know that we're on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook simultaneously now? You probably didn't know that, huh, Brian? Did not know. Now, now I'm getting nervous because there's too many platforms to run. This is my first time <laughs> on all of those. <laughs> it's good, John. Uh, Henry, ha- 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 uh, on the left is Brian Picks. Oh, that's nice. Nice touch. Uh, so, th- so for those of you who are listening who can't see, we're looking at the their top 20 list of men. Um, John Young and um, Brian Friend. At the top of this lower 10, John has Travis Mayer and Brian has Jason Hopper. Oh, so that means you have Mayer above it. Okay. Okay, so you guys no, both think Ben Smith, you don't? Mayer's there in uh, 12th on my oh, list. He's 10th God. on John's. No respect. Dude, he's strong as shit. Are you crazy? And you guys don't respect Ben Smith either. What? <laughs> this field is very good. The men's field is very deep. Very, very deep field. What did you say, John? How did Ben Smith do at the games this year? I didn't even know he was at the games. He wasn't. Oh, why we have him that low? <laughs> I thought he just got an invite every year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um. <clears throat> Okay, I like that. I got oh yeah. There's a problem with John's picks. Oh man, I see it. It's glaring. It's glaring. It's fucking glaring. It's yep. A little lower. A little lower. Yep, right there. Are you out of your? Fucking that's why mind? that comment was Simon, Simon, That's why that comment was there. That person was saying, "Did he even right, see right. me at the games?" Can I please defend, oh, defend oh. this? Yeah, Ashley, thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Ashley McMains. McMains. Ashley, I'm going to get his his uh I should give you the phone number so you can call in and yell at him. Just well, in just in his defense, she's she made two comments. On one of her, she said Adler should be higher. We haven't seen where he has Adler left because he's obviously in the top 10. And on the other, she was not satisfied with his placement of Geek. But I'm so sure he's got a good reason for both. Should, should I give out the phone number? Okay, I want to see the top. I want to see the top. Do you want to explain Guy John right now, or do you want us to wait sure. a little bit? Well, okay. I'll explain it now. Okay. So Guillermo was awesome at the games. He was. He killed it. But Here comes he had, the shit sandwich. Here comes the shit sandwich. He had, three, he had three first place events, and two of those were basically the same event. Okay, well, no, no, no. He didn't come first in the second clean event, but but he got two clean events. That were almost the same event. He came first in one and came like fifth in the other. That boosts his score up a lot. And then the other one was a 550 meter run, and the other one was a one rep max snatch. He's only going to have one event like that at Rogue, and the re- and he had three 27th finish- finishes. So he's probably going to have one of those events too. So he'll have one event where he's going to murder and probably win, which is the strength event. And then he'll have one event where he's probably not going to do very good. And the others are going to be in the middle. And that's why I have him so low. He's not going to have three first place event wins, which almost nobody does at the game. But John, in the, in the, um, you know, in the simulation I did for this competition, 
Two of those first places were eliminated, along with both of the clean events that he did really well on, and still his overall finish was projected at 7th or 8th, depending on the scoring system. Which is 7th or 8th, and I have him, what, 13th? Yes, so 13th, 14th, whatever you have, 14th. Look at this. This this guy's just fronting on you. This 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 guy Corbin Bo 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 Bowman, Guy is fit. I see him every day at Mayhem. He is very fit. That's no, why that, that guy's just road. telling us he works out at Mayhem. <laughs> okay, you're cool. I know. I want to call you a name, but it is cool. You you, you win. But we've only seen him. That guy drives a Camaro too. And that we've was only seen him what? Say that again. We've only seen him at one big competition that he's done really well at, and that was the games this last year. And he hasn't done it at another competition. It's only been one time. It's kind of like Mal O'Brien. I just have to see more before I can put him higher than where I did. And I just don't think he'll get as lucky with the events that, that he did at the games. Man, you kind of convinced me. I mean, you, the thing is, is his snatch is so beautiful. It's like when you have a beautiful snatch, it's like everything else doesn't matter. I mean, his I never even seen a snatch like that. Like if you even watch the Olympics, you don't see a snatch like that. You know, the other thing that I it's a, that it's I a think, miracle. It's a miracle snatch. The other thing I'm starting to wonder about Guy is if maybe he just has that thing that you can't teach or acquire that's just like showing up on game day like thriving under the pressure in the moment. Maybe he's just good on the spotlight. Um, that's, you know, because he, he looked really confident, comfortable, and uh, and performed well uh, the only time we did see him there. I mean, and look, he's been, he has been to the games before as a teen, and he's competed in some things. He was first at Wadapalooza in the RX division last year, which, yes, it's the RX division, but um, it's pretty tough to qualify for that via the online competition, and the competition in the RX field is still pretty good there. So he's won things before, and I think he's just one of those guys. He might be like a game day type of guy. Ashley's just fucking gone full woke on him, just fired him. Yeah, I hope he proves me wrong, Ashley. You disagree with Ashley? Really well. You're gone. Fired. Uh, okay, let, let, let's uh, – do you, do you, so you're not slapping him around for that, Brian? You're okay with that? I'm telling this field is is really difficult, and I think that guys like Guillermo Mayeros has a, have a huge range of potential finishes, like fifth to fifteenth. Um, what's up with Samuel Quant? Is is he is he is he back? Is he injured? Did he? I mean, did I, for some reason, I thought he had like a serious ailment, like he was his core temp was fucked up or something. You go, John. Uh, he had some respiratory thing that he has dealt with his whole life, um, but he. Uh, I mean, I think he's ranked so low on Brian's list just because he didn't make the games this year, um, and he's dealing with that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of a shot in the dark. He's He has a wide range of wide range of placements as far as what I think. Um, what about you, Brian? I think I just saw Susan nod off. <laughs> no, I mean, look. You guys can't see Susan, but we can. We have a little screen that shows him. I swear to God, I'm not – I don't know, you know, I don't know what to think about Samuel Quant. He's obviously, you know, very fit guy that has a potential to be um, competitive with all of these men. But what happened to him at, at the Mid-Atlantic is like that's a type of thing that, you know, it's a major red flag. And then they come up with this information that's, you know, it's a, it's 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 unusual. And sometimes stuff like this derails an entire career. And sometimes you figure it out and you're able to get back to where you once were. But we just, I don't know what to expect from Sam Quant. I think that he, 
so he's probably the hardest person in the men or women's field to really say anything meaningful about because we don't know where what his health is like. I'm um I'm I'm a little I want to have him on the podcast, but I'm I'm like maybe he doesn't talk. I haven't talked to him in years, but when he was young, he was very very quiet. Morning Chalk updated like a ten minute interview with him recently, so you, you can go check that out to vet him and see how he do, does answering questions if you want. Yeah, that's 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 true. If he shines there, he can shine anywhere. <laughs> okay. Um top ten, please. I'm on I'm on I'm a, I'm a I'm a fucking I'm on fire today. I don't know what happened this morning. I woke up good. You're not gonna get it, Brian, for Travis Mayer. I I I, I, I I will give me a second. I will because the the thing is, is Travis is so strong and he has so much experience. But I want to see who some of these. Yeah, he has Cole Sager above Travis Mayer. I mean, Thank you. Fucking That's what I said. Lunacy, lunacy. Is it, dude? Cole Cole Sager doesn't even hardly CrossFit. I don't think anymore. Well, how did he do at the games? How did he do at the games? He didn't do as well as he's done in the past. Do you think he finished fourteenth? But I think he, he showed up for one event. <laughs> he, I'm not sure what happened to Cole Sager at the games. The first half of the competition was really bad for him, and he was in too big of a hole. There was kind of after, even by the time they cut down to 20, the top 10 guys were basically out of reach. He actually moved from 20th to like 11th in two events, slid back to 14th. It was just there was this big chasm and divide at that point. But in competitions that are what this is a six, seven, eight event competition. His record is very impressive. The last time that rogue had a live event, he was third. The only other two live sanctionals that he did, he was second in Cape town in South America, Africa, and he was tied for points and lost on a tiebreaker to Velner at Wadapalooza in 2000, January of 2020 West coast classic. He was first beating Noah Olson. This kind of format is good for him. He's still super fit. There's obviously a huge question mark about what happened to the comp train athletes at the games this year. They all underperformed, but I don't. I don't think this is going to phase them. And so I, I think him and Cole, him Cole Sager and Chandler Smith are due for bounce back performances at Rogue. Fuck you, win. That's pretty good, John. Unless you can help me, he fucking KO'd me. I I agree with Chandler Smith and I disagree with Cole Sager. Uh, I think um, Cole Sager won. Is, <laughs> is that the only shirt Cole Sager has? Does he only have a fucking gray fucking sleeveless Nike shirt? If I had those arms, that's all I'd wear too. Last time he was at the games, he was 14th. And the West Coast Classic that he won, Noah was dealing with some scrotal issues. So I kind of oh. disregard that a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't actually scrotal. Um, it was the helm- helmet. The helmet got damaged. But I, I for whatever, details, minor uh, details. South uh, South Africa or Cape Town, who won that, Brian? Sean Sweeney. I mean, that's Sean, just You Sean fucking Sweeney go to Africa and you can't win, Brian? You uh, go all the way to the fucking African continent to, to get an easy win and you get beat by a dude in a cowboy hat? Thank you, like, John. And traditionally, he has done well at Rogue, but that was almost like two years ago since he's done well. In my, if you don't, if you disregard West Coast Classic in Africa, which and Wadapalooza, he did very well at Wadapalooza. That is one data point where he did very well, and then there are three data points where he 
either didn't do well or I think circumstances are a little bit iffy. People who are watching um, at home, can I see that one more time, uh, that list, Souza? People who are watching at home, they uh, they both agree that Patrick Vellner is going to win the Rogue Invitational. That's the spoiler alert. Then in second place, um, Brian has Justin Medeiros, and John has BKG. And then uh, in third place, Brian has BKG, and John has Justin Medeiros. So basically they agree on the top three just in a slightly different order. I am really surprised that – I mean Brian Brian has a secret hard-on for BKG, and uh, it's, inter- it's interesting uh, that, he, that he put him – but that's tough. He likes all those guys. I mean Medeiros is the real deal, and he loves Vellner and BKG. I haven't figured out who you love yet, John. Um, Saxon, the sleeper. Brian's got him in fourth. Then he has Lazard uh, – Jukic, Jukic, Lazar Jukic, love the guy. Then Cole Sager, total fuck up call. Then Chandler Smith, then Guillerme Malheros, then Alex Vigneault, then Jason Hopper in 10th. And John's picks for people who are listening can't see. He has Patrick Vellner, Bjorgvin, Carl Goodmanson, Justin Medeiros, Jason Hopper, Jeffrey Adler. Oh, there's that's weird. Jeffrey Adler, Lazar Jukic, Saxon Panchik, Chandler Smith, and Cole Sager. Why? I understand, John, why you want to put Saxon low like that. Not low, but, you know, seventh. But I think it's a mistake, man. Yeah. He's, he's, something's going on with him, man. He's, he's, I think he's, he might be the future. I think he's going to be, he's going to be exactly like Scott. He's going to be in fourth every year. The guy is. I agree, gonna, I agree with you at the games. I think he will be like fourth through eighth every year. Um, he's like Aquaman. It just sucks that there's Superman, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. <laughs> just fucking somebody's cool as shit, but sorry, dude, you're stuck in the water. Not a lot of good shows about that. I think a competition with more that. events helps helps Saxon because he doesn't really have a weakness, but um, he's, he doesn't have events where he can just – win and blow out of the water like somebody like Guillermo. So the more events that he will place higher and since mm. like seven and not 15, that's why I have him a little lower. And I think those other guys will have events where they can knock out of the park. That's smart shit, Brian. That sounds like something you would say. Saxon Patrick, six, one, two, three, four, five for six on top five finishes in the six sanctionals he competed at and won his semifinal this year. All of those competitions are going to feature the similar style, style, maybe not, maybe a little less weightlifting strongman, but number of events as this one. And that's what, you know, John was just talking about. I don't have, I, you know, if Saxon finishes outside the top five, five, yeah, it's possible. But I, based on everything I know about him from the last three years, I can't put him lower than fifth. Well, um, why did Travis Mayer win that um, quarterfinal? What, what was it that, who was in there that he beat? Was everyone, that, was that, everyone that was that's everyone. in North America? Well, the quarterfinals were was not a semi. I think you're thinking of semifinals. No, he, no, the quarterfinals, the one he won. Yeah. So that was everyone. Yeah. And, and and how many events were in there? Four. I think there were four. O- were there over, four? Five. 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 Over four over how much time? One weekend. One week. And 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 what were those workouts? Roughly. Um, well, one was 120 wall balls and 120 cal row, which I cannot think of anything more in Travis Mayer's wheelhouse. Right. Um, one was a four rep max front squat, which again is in his wheelhouse. Um, one was kind of an easy double under handstand push up. There was only 
30 strict, 30 kipping handstand push-ups, and that would have been the limiter on that. So everybody kind of was fast on that. And then one was uh, 60, 50, 40, 30 GHDs and pistols, and then rope climbs, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 3. Which, would that have been his worst one, Brian, his worst event finish, that one? Uh, no, the lifting was. The, oh, wow, the lifting. I guess there's freaks, though, that can be not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have to keep in mind there's 4,000 people yeah. doing that, and that's the one where it's yeah. most likely that yeah. some percentage of those are just stupid strong like you. That makes uh, Travis Mayer stronger than me. <laughs> does, Rogue, does Rogue do any shit like that? Where What was that one workout you said? It's pistols, double unders, and what was the other movement? It was GHGs, pistols, and rope climbs. D- does Rogue do just body weight shit like that ever? Like Not, uh, an event that's strictly body weight like that? Not that I can think of. That's not running. They do, they do do like one endurance event sometimes where it's just running and then, you know, obstacle course type stuff. They run on the machine. No, you don't go run. They go run. Yeah. The only time that they had a live competition, it was in Columbus, Ohio, and they, they had them do a running course with some sandbag stuff mixed in. That's the first audio glitch I've heard. How's Brian's audio, everyone? No, I won't be at rogue. Sorry, Corbin. Uh, how's, uh, Dude, this guy Corbin just said he's an intern in the media department at the Mayhem Empire. How big is the empire that they have fucking interns? Um, so, so what was my question? How big what? How far? So they ran outside that one year. You're saying? Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking cool. I think Travis is gonna win this. <laughs> Come on, man. At least laugh. Like cover your mouth or something. It's not the it's not the notion of him winning it that's funny. It's just you you saying it. Okay, at such a random point. Yeah, yeah that's thought. what Josh. That's what Josh and Matt thought when I told him he was going to win the quarterfinals. Those motherfuckers were just like, "Huh?" You say he's going to win every competition he enters. <laughs> a clock is right. Even a clock that doesn't work <laughs> is right twice a day, or whatever, whatever, whatever the smart guy says. Brian's voice is fantastic, silky smooth. Chandler Smith is overrated. I agree. Um, <laughs> oh, why do you say that? He's we overrated? both have Chandler pretty high. I feel. Let me tell you about Chandler Smith. Okay, go ahead. It's a, I'm. I'm just. I'm telling you guys. You have to realize that the games is not a good representation necessarily of what's going to happen at a competition like this. There's elements of it that are different. It's half the number of events, and the events will by just their nature, will eliminate most of the things that Chandler Smith is terrible at. They favor Chandler and, and somebody gonna, like Jeff Adler. And they're going to include things in excess that he excels in. Uh, that's why he's done Rogue the last years, and he's been fourth and fifth. So I don't know what you're – anyone who's saying Chandler Smith is overrated is talking about the games Chandler Smith as opposed to the sanctionals and the Rogue Invitational Chandler Smith. That was a beautiful shot of him. Here's the reason why he's overrated. It's not his fault. Oh, can I see that picture where he's on his knees with the dyed blonde hair? <laughs> Let me see that picture. Damn. Who took that? Dude, those legs don't even look like they belong with that body. Look at it. looks like a wheelchair. He lived in a wheelchair for a while. Man, his that is a crazy picture. Who who does it doesn't say who the photographer is? Hmm. Anyway, um, he came on the scene just huge, Brian. 
just like everyone was like there was so much hype so much like about his performance about his personality and we i think we just expected something big from him and and then he lost his finger and then we didn't know what to expect yeah and then he just and then and so it's not it's not that um it's harsh i mean it's just it's just harsh it's just podcast talk it's harsh to say he's overrated but i just he hasn't lived up to the hype that's not his fault he's fucking amazing okay but he just hasn't lived up to the hype and if the hype is podium at the games then no but but it's you know that's incredibly difficult to do he's had a pretty he's had pretty impressive competitive career yes he didn't do great at the games this year but you know Chandler's he's really talented 5 to 15 games level competitor say that again what what about games level competitor i said he's consistently been between five to 15 uh games level competitor and i mean if, if you yeah, thought he was going to be top five then he hasn't he's overrated but if not i feel like he's a good athlete um where is noah olsen and is there anybody um is there anybody missing from the men's competition that makes it um, this, I think I asked the same question about the female or was it about both? Is there anyone missing who like, you're like, ah, they really need to be there. Oh, kind from of puts the, a little the, the, shade on it. The guys from the top 20 who declined are Fikowski, Koski, who's recovering from surgery. Noah yeah. Olson, who's, I don't know what he's doing, losing weight, messing around with the off season stuff. Scott Panchik, who's retired, Royce Dunn and Baden Brown, who are locked in Australia. Wow. Then there's always uh Ricky. Oh yeah! What, did Ricky get an invite? No. Mm-mm. And then, uh, and of course, you know, guys like it, Roman Krennikov that and Roman Krennikov, yeah. But one. Ricky just wouldn't get an invite, right? Because he wasn't even. Don't you have to have been in the games to get an invite? Well, Ben Smith and Sam Quant did. So they invited the top twenty, and then when there were uh, guys who turned them down, they started extending down the list. So you have. Chandler Smith, who was 21st. Jay Crouch is in Australia. He couldn't come. Samuel Cornway is, I guess, he's, I think he's in Canada now. So he, he maybe couldn't come. Alexander Caron, Uldis Upinex, Jason Smith. They took all those guys. So that's down to 26. I don't know if they continued inviting down from there or if at that point they said, we're going to, we're going to reach out elsewhere to some guys who have great pedigrees in the sport historically. Um, uh, what sorry someone wrote something interesting here uh name name wrote bethany is missing from the females we didn't talk about that she uh yeah she turned down the i think she did get invited i'm not 100 percent sure that i think she got invited and turned it down um i think she's just focusing on um she might do another competition later in the off season i think but yeah i just think she turned it down we never interviewed. She fell through. Actually, this that crack. might not even be true because the women, a lot of women, accepted the invitations. So, you know, they might not have had that many to spare. Did Bethany get invited to Wadapalooza? I'm not sure if Wadapalooza has actually formally done their invites or yet. Not or yet. Um, but Noah's not a top games athlete. Jesus, Bob. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Can I see the list again, Matt Matthew, Mister Souza? He's just a medium guy. What the fuck? I don't know what that means, and it sounds hurtful. I heard she's doing Wadapalooza, Ashley McMahon. Hey, if if we're ever going to stop being sexist and we want a woman on the show, this chick's got, like, she knows stuff and she's got strong opinions. Ashley McMains. Let's get her on. Well, let's, let's talk to her. Let's talk um, to her on Instagram. Uh, yeah, slide into Brian's DMs. Um, B, 
BKG. Uh, why do you guys both pick Vellner? You, is it because you think Medeiros is 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 not going full full Monty? Oh, I know why. Can I guess? You guys both think Vellner's better than Justin Medeiros, and it's just um, it's just the water that it's the curse of the water that fucked Vellner. That's what you guys think, right? And you guys don't think they'll be swimming at Rogue. All right, that plays into it a little bit, but not, not totally. a little bit. I'm claiming it's everything. I uh, Madero said he's been taking a big, a very long break. He's in college right now. He's at Boise, um, and they were just going to get back into it about a month from Rogue. So he's not going to. I don't think he will be his peak games fitness, um, and that's why I have him third. Solely on him saying that in a podcast. Which podcast? I don't remember. I drive. Good, to- good answer. Good yeah. answer. Great fucking answer. Brian, take <laughs> note of that shit. <laughs> Brian, plugging every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry he talks to. Um, uh, B- Brian, why don't you have Medeiros up there? Because uh, I think Vellner's going to win. Um but he's the games champ. He kicked ass last three workouts. Put the nail in the coffin. He didn't. He took care of his own destiny. Why Velner? Velner also had the opportunity to take care of his own destiny and did not. Okay. Well, Justin Medeiros had an incredible game. He he earned the victory at the games. He was the fittest guy that weekend, without a doubt. Um, and yes, when it mattered the most, he stepped up to the plate and delivered that he needed to. It's the same thing that I'm, I'm I'm assessing a different kind of competition here than the games. And just like some of these other people we've talked about, the things that are missing favor Fikowski, I mean, favor Vellner. And his record in competitions like this is unprecedented. He's, he's um, second at, Ro- at Rogue to Fraser, then he wins Wadapalooza. Then he's first at Rogue, then he's first at Wadapalooza, then he's second at Dubai to Fikowski. First in the semifinals in the Atlas games and second at the games. And that's the relevant recent results for him looking at this. I, you know, it's, it's really difficult to know for sure how, what's going on with the athletes in the off season. But I think that there's, you know, whatever Velner would, would say or not say, I think that there's a, a piece of him that feels like he could have beaten Medeiros this past summer at the games. If things had gone a little bit differently and, <clears throat> You know, it might be equally as important to Justin to to defend his title, but I think that Pat's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and this kind of competition suits him even a little bit better than the games does. So, um, and when I, you know, I I did these simulations backwards, like I had no idea how they were going to work, and in both formats, both scoring formats, Fellner came out on top. Was that hard? What was harder? Um... What was harder? Can I can I see that list again, John? What was harder deciding between Annie and Laura, or for second and third, or um, and you would put Annie right? That was the problem. You put Annie second and Laura third, and then what? How about these? How hard were these? Patrick Vellner, BKG, Justin Medeiros. I I didn't have much thought when I put those three. I I didn't think Justin was going to be his peak game self. I think BKG's been training like BKG always does. I think he'll be you know, just typical BKG. And I, I like Brian, I just think Belner is, uh, will be fitter. Um, now if Madero's was training full, I, it would be hard to pick between him and Belner. I I'd have them neck and neck. 
Who's yeah. stronger, Patrick Vellner or Justin Medeiros? Depends on I the know. list. No, I, I, I think I think it's question. Vellner. Maybe uh, it depends squatting. on the list. Yeah, Medeiros can squat more. But I think that deadlift, snatch, yeah. clean yep. and jerk, I'd take Vellner. I um, clean and jerk, I would take Medeiros. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hopefully they program that. I just, I just, just, I, w- I would, I would bet a hundred dollars. Uh, anything squatting, Medeiros, deadlift and snatch, Melner, strict press, Melner. <laughs> it's it's interesting to know, I mean, it's interesting that Brian has Hopper so low. Hopper did so. Let me explain. Let me explain Hopper. Yeah, you want to talk about that one, Brian? <laughs> so when I was doing these, I put um, the top three men, and then I just put Hopper in tenth. Because I have no idea what to expect from him. So I just put him in the middle. I'm serious. I, just, I don't know. I, do, I have <laughs> no idea what to got, expect. That's how he got second place last year. What? In the <laughs> rankings. That's how he took second place last year. I don't know no. shit about him. I'm putting him in number two. No, I did know something about him. I knew that I watched his semifinal performances over and over again, and it was unbelievable how confident and dominant and well and poised and executed he was on those workouts. And John will tell you the same thing. Anyone, you can't watch that and disagree with that, but it's a good lesson for him. It was one event. It might have just been the perfect storm of workouts for him. With the he, he maybe there were things he wasn't good at, but he had to do them in low quantity and he had time to rest and recover and repeat. And then at the games, it was like the total opposite. And everything that he's worst at got exposed to the maximum, including his ability to execute workouts, attack workouts, plan for workouts, and recover from poor performances. So we've seen the good and we've seen the bad. And I mean, I I, I literally couldn't I couldn't justify putting him anywhere than just right in the middle. You have him winning $5,775. And um, your boy John has him uh, winning th- seven times as much, $35,000. And I have him one spot below Medeiros just to stoke that rivalry a little bit more that I know we're trying to start. Oh. Oh. Because Vellner's going to fade away. Fikowski's going to fade away. But those guys are young. They're very similar in age, um, along with Saxon, Lazar, Guy. Uh, they're going to be there for years to come if they want to be. Sam Quant's still young, too. And what, about B- next. what about BKG? He, he, he's older than those guys, but he still has some competitive years if he wants them. What do you think about the payout? Two forty-eight, two fit. Let's just round up: two fifty for first and ninety for second. Pays to win. Yeah, I'm okay with it, especially since they fly you out there, right? Okay, so these fuckers want to win. I would think so. I mean, it's these a- guys want to win. I mean, dude, $250,000 in Greenville, South Carolina, where where um, Jason Hopper lives is like. It's the second biggest paycheck available after the after winning the games. Yeah, it's crazy. And, if you know, like I said, we don't know where these guys are at. But if I got invited to this thing, I would be prepping for it as if it was the games. I mean, I would want to show up there feeling as good as I can and prepared to to get after it. And, um, you know, if you don't compete at Dubai, or you don't compete at Wadapalooza because you sell out for rogue. I can understand that. Cause there is a lot of money available if you're able to get one of the top, top positions. So first place gets $250,000. Yeah. That's, that's a $200,000 jump from last year for, for the rogue invitational. Yeah. For first place. <clears throat> what? 
Last year, Bill and Katie gave away fifty thousand each, and now they're giving away. Last year, they gave away a hundred thousand dollars between the men and the women, and this year, it's five hundred thousand. If if it's two hundred fifty, yeah, that's why that number surprised me. Uh, can you imagine how good the the so called pandemic was to fucking Bill and Katie's business? Oh my god! Oh my god! You hey no. I keep my mouth shut, but it. They supplied health and fitness gear at a time when there's nothing more important than you could do with your time than health and fitness. Vellner had to work hard to come back from that hole he dug, had to break the CTB. I don't know what that is. Chest of our pull ups. He's, he's, I think he's talking about the last workup, but. Oh, he had to break up the chest of our pull ups, which he shouldn't have. He was gassed due to the cumulative effect of trying to dig out of the hole. And he wasn't was trying. Go on. Whoever Peter is. He wasn't trying. He wasn't trying to get out of the hole. Once they got to like the fourth bar and Justin was ahead of him for one bar, he kind of throttled it down. He knows he knew he had second. He could have pushed that workout a lot harder than he did. He's said that multiple times after the fact. And it makes sense. He knew like he knew what he needed to do. He realized it wasn't going to happen. He knew that there was no way that he could finish any worse than second as long as he just finished that workout. So it's this comment. Go ahead. What's this comment mean? Vellner ha- has got a college fund to fill. You mean like his kid's college fund? Yeah. Yeah. No, hey, listen. Listen, Seaman, see, learn, do, whatever your name is. No one goes. No one with a fucking brain goes to college anymore. <laughs> Unless you want it filled with bullshit. There are certain professions where it's still valuable to attend a college. Math. Math. The only the hard sciences, math, physics. I don't know what else. That's it. I mean, if you want to be, I mean, I'm not saying that it's it's, it's what you're supportive of, but if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be a lawyer, you've got to go to school for those things. You can't just walk into that office and get a job. Yes, there's other professions like you're talking about where you have to learn. Oh, because advanced. of light, because of licensure, licensure. Yeah. So there's certain things and certain areas of college that are valuable but yeah in general it's yeah, if you want to be a dumb fuck you got to go to harvard too if you want to be brainwashed ideological moron I'm not saying go to, to those colleges you could get the I'm necessary not saying degrees either, online we, i was agreeing with you i'm just saying like you can go to those colleges and like if you want to be like a super dumb fuck you can go to harvard too like and, and you get that degree i'm agreeing with you <laughs> you're saying if you want to be a doctor at fucking ucsf you got to go to college. You can't just walk in and be like, watch me perform this heart surgery. Like, what if I just went in there and like, you're, you're like, I'm like, Hey guys, I want to be a doctor here. They're like, let's see your degree. I'm like, no, nah, I don't got my degree, but look, I got my friend John here. who has got a hangnail and I got my friend Brian here. It's got an occluded artery. And, and within the next three days, I'm going to fix both of them. And I just throw you on the ground and fucking do open heart surgery on you, Brian. And then a, l- a little more chill. I do a fucking fix John's hangnail and fucking I'm in. I'm like, see, and then you like get up and walk out and you're, you're breathing fine. John's in a little bit of pain because hangnails suck. But this is his next example. After they go to Mayhem and bother Guy, then he goes to the nearby hospital and knocks on the door. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a pay per view event, too. Me doing, uh, you know, you can see all that stuff on YouTube. Like if you want to know how to do bypass surgery, you can just go on YouTube and learn. Seriously, it's pretty, it's crazy. <laughs> how to like sew up a fucking herniated liver. There's like there's dudes doing it with cameras and you can just watch and learn it. Okay, John doesn't trust uh, Gee. Trust him, like what with his sister? What? 
Ashley McMaines, that's not the way it works. That's not the way how what works. Um, is there any, is there anything else we want to uh, cover? I, I, these, these, this is great. I had a good time. I, I, is there any like is Lazar? I feel like there, there's a lot to talk about uh, regarding Lazar, but I just feel like he's he's just maturing. We're just going to watch him climb the ranks. Who's this? Sorry, Lazar Jukic. Oh yeah, dude. I you know <clears throat> I was a little skeptical of myself. I was like, should I rank Lazar this high? But man, I, I do think this guy is very good. And I, I remember thinking that when I saw him at Dubai two years ago, watching him, Velner was there, Fakowski was there, Roman was there, BKG was there, Yonikowski was there. He finished fifth in that competition, only behind Fakowski, Velner, Roman, and BKG. And he looked like the, he just looked like he had the potential to to actually be relevant in these types of conversations. And he was very good at the games. I think he made a couple execution mistakes maybe um, that cost him a little bit, but uh, a few guys are missing, and I felt like he can do just as well in this competition as he did it, uh, at the games or at Dubai. Um, is is uh, is Lazar's brother coming out with him? Not not to this, no. Sevon fantasies is playing doctor with Colton Mertens and Travis Mayer. Truth. Uh, so, sorry, I was I was in fantasy land. Say say that again. What about what about his brother? Is his brother coming out? No, not to Rogue. Who's coming with him? Oh, he. Oh, is he coming with him? I I doubt it. I don't know if anyone will come with. Maybe his uh, girlfriend. Oh, the French girl. It depends. I don't know what the rules that, that they've arranged for for international travel are for Rogue. Um. Okay, gotcha. Do you, Sarah Cox is asking for the women to be back up. Are you okay with um, fulfilling Sarah Cox's wish? There sure. we go. Sarah, please. Would you like the top ten or the or the bottom ten? Because we can only <laughs> we're limited in our scope. The fuck, getting in the comments telling us what to do. Uh, so Facundo coaches do do Jukic sacks. Really, is that true? Does Facundo coach Jukic too? <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Facundo mentioned that there was a new guy coming on the roster. Wow, that's awesome! Did, hey Bob, is it both um, Jukic's or just one? That would be interesting. Wow, man, Lazar's a good dude. What was his brother's name? Lu- Luca. Luca. Damn. Facundo's cleaning house, and Facundo's over there. Like, isn't he like a, in in that in the European? Well, he lives in Bru- he countries? lives in he lives in Brussels. Yeah, but he comes to uh, Mayhem once once uh, once a month. Did you listen to that podcast I did with him, Brian? I still haven't. And don't I mean? Don't feel like you have to. That's not a. I was just wondering. <laughs> I judge. I judge you. I'll talk shit about even you. Though, my wife, but even though even though you both told me that you had fun t- talking about me, and making fun of me. Yeah, it was good. Okay, so there's the top ten. The top ten women, according to Brian, who are going to win the Rogue Invitational this year, are Tia Claire Toomey, Laura Horvat, Carrie Pierce, Gabriella Magawa, Annie Thor's daughter, Haley Adams, Amanda Barnhart, Kristen Holte, which is just the grown-up version of uh, Christy Aramo, Mallory O'Brien, total fuck up in the placement there, Brian, <laughs> Daniel o- Daniel Brandon, number ten, and number eleven, Katrin's daughter. And 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 if that is the if that if Katrin's daughter does finish that low on the list, that's she's the nail in the coffin. Just fucking get pregnant. And John's picks are very similar but slightly different. And, and it, the, the most interesting thing is at the top, John has Tia and then Annie, 
where Brian had Laura, and I agree with with Brian. And I'm almost thinking John's doing that, knowing he's wrong and doesn't want to like slay the Jedi, like on his first appearance on the show. And um, then he goes Laura Horvat, Gary Pierce, Haley Adams, Gabriella Magawa, Kristen Holta, the grown-up Christy Oramo, uh, Katrin David's daughter, Amanda Barnhart, Mallory O'Brien, Daniel Brandon. Hey, imagine the psychological implications of every person on that list that Mallory O'Brien beats this week. It's a, it's bad. It's not good for you. It, every person that Mallory, Emma, Gabby Magawa, this fucking new herd of, I don't know what you want to call them comes like it's not good it's definitely it's the psychological impact varies from athlete to athlete if 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 mal beats sam briggs it's no sweat to sam briggs if mal beats ariel lowen it's no sweat to ariel lowen if mal beats Haley adams that's a big deal because she's four years younger and she's barnhart dude if mal if if, if mal and when i guarantee you katrin doter does not fucking is not happy with Haley adams like no. it's, 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 it's like, it's like, um, your 12 year old dog and your parents bring home a fucking uh, puppy b- b- bull terrier. Those are those miniature pit bulls. You're like, no matter what dog you are, you're bummed. You're 12 years old. You just want to chill on the couch and they bring this fucking thing that favorite pastime is biting people sucks, ruins everything. It's like, that's Haley Adams. She just ruins everything for anyone who just wanted to just like get one. I just want one more shot. Uh, no, sorry. I mean, T is horrible enough at the top of the mountain. And then someone like Haley Adams comes. It's no bueno. And now Mallory O'Brien. Dude, Laura Horvat is only 24. Yeah, Laura's going to be there a while, Seven. I know. I, I actually I actually hope that's who I want to win. Gabby Magawa is only 22 or 23. I don't know if they've had birthdays since the games. They're not allowed to have burpees during the, burpees, birthdays during the pandemic. That's awesome. <laughs> we got to get Laura on, too. John, you got to If you if you ever want to be on the show, like again, you should come on the Laura Horvat show. It's so weird. I'm down whenever y'all want me. Okay, it's fun, but it's fucking. It's I'll get weird. Laura to talk. Okay, I'll find a way. Yeah, she'll talk. She just won't say anything nice, but it's it's good. <laughs> hey, that's it. So she doesn't have her and Ben Smith are just like each other's coaches and training partners, basically. She doesn't. Facundo should get her. Facundo knows their family well. <clears throat> the Horvats. Yeah, actually, the first time I met her brother was uh, Facundo introduced me to him. Good dude. Um, ask John why he thinks Gooey is not in, <laughs> even in the top ten. Gooey. <laughs> 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 uh, we talked about Gee. We talked about Gee. Uh, uh, John just needs more proof. He's he's he thinks that like, hey man, he won these two super outlier events, this the snatch, and the sprint. He explained it really well. Do you want to get, say it one more time, John? What, what's your problem with Gee? Uh, at the games, he did extremely well, but he had three events that he got first in that were just strength or a sprint event, and he's only going to have one of those at Rogue. He also had three events that he got twenty seventh at, and he's bound to have one event like that. So he'll have one very good event and one very bad event. And the rest, he's going to be in the middle. And I just think the guys ahead of him are going to be better than that without the two extra wins that he got at the games. Bam. There, he said it again. Uh, 
Oh, my son has skate lessons tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, tomorrow on the show, tomorrow morning, I have Philip Rowe on. For those of you guys who don't know who that is, Philip Rowe is going to be doing jiu-jitsu against Gordon Ryan on October 20th at a uh, Who's Number One tournament put on by Flow Grappling. If you don't know who Gordon Ryan is, you should Google him now and you should watch some of his fucking matches. He's basically considered right now the greatest living jiu-jitsu practitioner in the world. I, I hear he's like 200 pounds of just savagery. The matches I've watched, it's crazy. He's, he's big. It's like, it's like, um, his jujitsu is like, you know, those, 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 anyway, I can't even explain it, but it's going to be a remarkable interview. And this guy, Philip Rose is a, is a professional UFC fighter. And he's going to go against Gordon Ryan in jujitsu on October 20th. It's a 15 minute match. Matches usually stop after one person gets submitted. They're not going to stop the matches. So like as soon as you are, they're not going to end the match. If there's a, a submission move and one of them taps, um, they'll stand back up and they'll start again. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be really, really, really exciting. But anyway, I fill up row on tomorrow. I'm super excited. UFC fighter. Who's just, uh, I don't know why he's taking this match with Gordon Ryan. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, and then on Saturday, um, it doesn't look like we have any shows. Then on Sunday, we have Guion. Are you going to be on that, Brian? Maybe. Sunday at 7 a.m., we have Guion. Uh, we'll probably drag tie John up and drag him onto the show so Guy can punch him in the face. Um, and then at night on Sunday, uh, we have the new show with James Hobart. On Monday, we have a uh, guest, Matt Bedreau. God, I'm saying his name wrong. That's going to be an amazing guest. Then on Tuesday, I have the rapper Lee Cavelli on. On Wednesday, I have Paul Lynn on. Paul Lynn is going to arm wrestle John Brzezink next week in a super match. And that's about as far out. Oh, we have Annie Sakamoto on next Friday. I know that's what most of you guys care about, just the CrossFit shit, right? Annie Sakamoto, uh, October 22nd at 1 p.m. Do you know who Annie Sakamoto is, uh, John? Of course. Okay, just checking. She just won her if, master's division this year. Just seeing if you're only in the modern era. <clears throat> no, come on, Seven. I want to bring a guy on like this. He knows his stuff. Okay, good. Is, uh, when can? Oh, so are we gonna? What are we doing? Are we doing anything for Rogue? Are we gonna like? Are we gonna get the band back together? Are we gonna be on a little bit more? Cobra, what's up, brother? <laughs> Brian, are we gonna? Are we getting? Are we? Let's talk about that. All right. Hey, you know what? You know what you could do? You should represent John when I call you and beg you to be on the show. Like when I send you a dozen roses to come on the show, you should like send six over to John and be like, John, can you do the show? Maybe. Right. I mean, I'd be open to it. I can't do as much as y'all did. At the hey, game. John, don't. John, 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 don't talk. Brian's representing you. Don't talk. All right. You can't do as much as the games. What? Why? Why? Y'all did like three podcasts a day during the games. So, don't you want to be a part of the hype? I do, but I got stuff to do. Like what? I'm in nursing school. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, another show. John and I are going to have some great conversations. <laughs> Brian is non-committal. He's a player. He likes to crush a lot. Okay, guys, thank you very much. I think we're done. John, uh, Brian, do you guys want to say anything else? No, I mean, I, I, honestly, I think the Rogue Invitational is going to be a great event. I think it's really nice um, what they've done for the athletes this year and that they've found a way to, you know, make that po possible. 
I think it has the potential to change the kind of the framework for what we expect from certain competitions and what athletes expect uh, when they, you know, earn the right to be at something like this. So it's a, it, it could be an, it, this year's Rogue Invitational could end up being kind of a pivotal point in the way that the sport evolves in terms of opportunity for athletes. Powerful. Uh, John, that's great. That's crazy, Brian. Um, I can't, can't really say anything better than that. Just thank you guys for having me. And um, I love debating. I love talking. I just appreciate y'all for having me. Al Izzy said, John did good. Have him back. Absolutely. Bam.